Don't touch that dial. It's the American Grooves Radio Hour with your host, Joe Laurel. Louis Armstrong and his hot five fireworks. Yes, and we are shooting off some fireworks, musically that is, in celebration of what would be Louis Armstrong's 122nd birthday. He was born August 4th, 1901 in New Orleans, James Alley, not a good neighborhood in New Orleans. And uh, for many years, uh, he stated his birthday is July 4th, 1900. But through amazing research by writer and critic Gary Giddens back about 20 years ago, they found Lewis's 
birth certificate in the county records in New Orleans. I forget what parish it was. And sure enough, he was born a year later and a month (laughs) to the day. So this is the 6th of August, but we're close enough. And celebrating Louis Armstrong is something we should be doing all the time, not just once a year. We'll go back to the beginning. Lewis came up from New Orleans around 1922 to join his mentor's band, King Oliver, a bunch of guys from New Orleans that had hit it big in Chicago, playing at the Dreamland Cafe when jazz was all the rage and all the black migration was up there. People from the South leaving for factory work during World War I and sticking around in that windy city. Here is Lewis playing second cornet with his mentor, King Oliver, in 1924, Sobbin' Blues. That slide whistle you're hearing is also played by Lewis, Sobbin' Blues. Thank you. 
ring in. Sorry for the surface noise, folks. That was a shellac 78, an original copy. Louis Armstrong with King Oliver's Creole Jazz Band in Chicago, 1923. Canal Street Blues and the first King Oliver record I ever owned. A older collector had mercy on me as a 20-year-old college student and gave me a copy of that record for 20 bucks, which was a fortune for me back then. Still have it. That was it. And that was Louis playing Second cornet to his mentor, King Oliver. Uh, Lil Harden, who became his wife, was the pianist in that band, and she kind of pushed Lewis. She realized how extraordinary he was. Everyone did. Wasn't very ambitious along those lines at that point, just wanted to play and was happy to be getting all the attention in Chicago. But she got him out of the Oliver band, made him go solo quickly got a job with the biggest black band in New York, Fletcher Henderson and his orchestra. And from 1924 into 1925, Lewis was kind of absorbed by that big semi-jazz band. Here's a couple of examples of young Lewis with King, I'm sorry, with Fletcher Henderson's band. First, we're just going to hear his solo in a tune called Alabama Bound. The, the band was a great band, but they played some very straight sort of pop arrangements, dance band arrangements at the time, but Lewis always just exploded out of the arrangement. Here is his solo, take two of four takes issued of Alabama Band, and we're going to follow it with Lewis's first version with Fletcher Henderson of Everybody Loves My Baby from early 1925.
baby, but my baby don't love nobody but me. Nobody but me. Everybody wants my baby, but my baby don't want nobody but me. That's plain see. He's got those Elgin movements, 20 years guaranteed. There's no need for improvements, my sweet daddy's built for speed. That's why everybody loves my baby, but my baby don't love nobody but me. Nobody but me. bit of Louis Armstrong with his breakaway band Fletcher Henderson and his orchestra recorded in New York probably late 24, not 1925. And then shortly thereafter, uh, a small band version of the same tune, Clarence Williams Blue Five with young Louis blowing that cornet. Folks, we are celebrating the birthday, what would have been the 122nd birthday of one of the great American musical geniuses, Louis Armstrong. We'll be having two programs this week, and then next week we're going to be exploring some of Louis's disciples, some of the trumpet players that were totally inspired by Louis Armstrong, oftentimes not crediting Louis, but when you hear these recordings, you will clearly understand who their musical god was. This is Joe Lauro, American Grooves Radio right here on WLIW every Sunday at 4 and 10 o'clock. Let's get back to Lewis. Here he is shortly after he left Fletcher Henderson at the insistence again of his wife, Lil Hardin, the pianist, and here he is with his hot five, the West End Blues. Thank you. 
Louis Armstrong there with his Hot 7, which included Earl Hines on piano, a totally unissued side languishing in the Columbia vault until jazz enthusiast Moldy Fig Supreme, we'll talk about Moldy Figs later, George Avakian, who hounded the record companies to reissue some of the old masterworks, which at that time were only 10 or 20 years old. Avakian, shortly thereafter, as a young man, got a job at Columbia Records, went into the vault and found all these Louis Armstrong, Bessie Smith, you name it, sides that were unreleased in their day. And because Louis at that point in the late 1930s was so popular and there was a whole group of record collectors scouring the junk shops for Louis's records, George went out there and convinced Columbia that there was a market for some of these old recordings to be reissued and that's exactly what he spearheaded and along with some of the great issued sides that were reissued for the new collectors in the late 1930s early 40s they went deep into the vault and found some unissued takes some unissued recordings totally and that was chicago breakdown did not meet the light of day until George Avakian found it in the vault and re-released it, or I should say released it in a set of recordings back around 1939-1940. The first record collectors really were operatic collectors. And that started, believe it or not, somewhere around 1900, 1910 at the very beginning. But by the early and mid-1930s, a new breed of record collectors were born. They were looking for jazz recordings and blues recordings. And I don't mean the country Delta blues. They were looking for recordings by such artists as Bessie Smith, Clara Smith. And Avakian really was the man who put the reissue on the map and Chicago Breakdown, which you just heard with Louis Armstrong and Earl Hines, was one of the revelations of the day where that box set included something that no one had ever heard. And you got to hand it to George Avakian. Thank you. 
I'm a looky do them that ride. You have a certain way of flirting with them that ride. They make me feel happy. Oh, they make me feel so blue. And I'm falling, I'm falling, falling in the great big way with you. My heart is pumping. You started something with them that ride. You better look out if you are. They sparkle, they bubble, they're gonna get you in a lot of trouble. Oh, baby, them that ride.
We started that set with Lewis and his band recorded in April of 1931. At this point, he was fully established as a band leader, star of the band, and that was his group. The group changed a lot during these years, but uh, one of the most consistent lineups was really the Lewis Russell Orchestra, made up with a lot of friends of Lewis from his New Orleans days, Lewis Russell being one of them. And uh, anyway... You didn't hear that band on these two tracks. The first was a uh, a group with uh, Zelma Randolph and Preston Jackson and the great Jim Lindsay on bass. They're playing their version of Them, Their Eyes and OK Records. And about a year later, uh, Louis Armstrong left OK Records. He was uh, brought over to... Victor Records with a great contract, allegedly, and the band was a bit different. Not one of his greatest bands, but they made some wonderful sides, 1932, 1933, and that was the band doing Mississippi Basin Back Home back in 1933. One of the consistent groups that Lewis had through the years was really the band of Lewis Russell in several different forms. The Russell band performed and recorded on their own, but Lewis and a lot of the members of his original band, Lewis Russell that is, were... um, brought in to be in Louis Armstrong's band. And we're going to hear the Russell band's backing through the years in two examples of the same tune, a tune that Armstrong wrote called Mahogany Hall Stomp, bringing him back to his days in New Orleans when Mahogany Hall was a place to go to dance and hear early jazz. So the first version is with the Russell Band on OK in 1930. Then we're going to move up to basically the same band when Lewis went over to Decca Records around 1936. Mahogany Hall Stomp times two. Thank you. 
Louis Armstrong and his orchestras, two versions about 10 years apart of Mahogany Hall Stomp, written by Louis, the second version, Decca Records 1936, a bit more up-tempo. At this point, actually from around 1930 on, Louis... Uh, Got a lot of criticism because he began doing sort of um, trumpet playing pyrotechnics. He would hold the highest note possible, 100, 200 notes, just a flurry of single high notes that were amazing. No one could do it blew his lip out on more than one occasion, but the subtlety of the hot five and the hot sevens was really harder to find. And it was also because he was famous then as an entertainer, a singer, a performer, a band leader. He didn't have sort of the laid back um, atmosphere that he had when he was making the hot fives and seven when he was still basically a sideman and just coming up uh you know not to put anything against lewis's artistry because he clearly in my book is one of the great american musical heroes and innovators and geniuses but like everyone things changed lewis changed with the times and um we're here on WLIW-FM. This is Joe Lauro, and you're listening to the American Grooves Radio Hour every Sunday at 4 and 10 o'clock. It repeats at 10, 4 and 10 p.m. right here on listener-supported WLIW-FM Southampton over the air at 88.3 and serving eastern Long Island and southern Connecticut. If you happen to be up island, tune us in at 96.9 FM. That's in Western Suffolk, and we're streaming at WLIW.org backslash radio and on all of your streaming platforms. And you can get this show wherever you get podcasts. That's American Grooves Radio Hour. And this is listener-supported WLIW-FM, Long Island's only NPR station. And what a lineup of great music we have. A little earlier, we were talking about, quote, unissued Louis Armstrong sides that were brought out uh, by George Avakian. Now, here's a side. It's a little bit later, but it's extraordinary. And no, I don't think anyone is hip to this. I discovered it when I was playing it because I wanted to do some Louis duets. So here is a duet of Louis Armstrong with none other than Billie Holiday, Lady Day, recorded in 1949, a tune that I had never heard previously called My Sweet Hunk of Trash from Sugar Hill. Now, the title alone is something, but you tell me if you are not hearing what I think I am hearing at about two minutes and 50 seconds into this three-minute recording. Lewis, I don't know how he got away with it, but it is clear this was a released side. I guess people just didn't pay as close attention because these things were basically done live onto disc. Anyway, Lewis Armstrong with Lady Day. You don't add up too much Ain't got 
glamour touch You're trifling lazy Ain't worth a cigarette Look out there, Mama. Look out there. You carry me too fast. Watch it, baby. You're just my good for nothing. My sweet hunk of trash. My, my, how you sound. Your very short on looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb when it comes to books. Look out, baby. Watch it, honey. And you stay full of corn. Just like suck a chance. What you want me to do in my idle moment? You're just a good for nothing but my sweet hunk of trash. Let me get a word in there, honey. You running your mouth. You said I've worried you for years. I'm just a ball fly booching bills. While you sweat. Over hot stove, slinging hash. Work my fingers right down to the elbows. Yes, I may be good for nothing, but I'm still your sweet uncle trash. Forced to admit it, baby. You said I spread my love all around, and with the chicks all over town. But how can I when you keep me broke so I can't spend no cash? Yes, I may be good for nothing, but I'm still your sweet Uncle Trash. Listen here, Pops. You know you lie about your youth. I don't lie, baby. I'm just careless. With the truth, that's How all. How careless can you be? I don't know. With all young chicks, you try to make a flash. No, baby, it ain't like that, no. But you're still my good for nothing, my sweet hunk of trash. <laughs> Now when you stay out very late, It sure makes me mad to wait. How come, baby? Cause you come home too tired to raise just one eyelash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did baby? You're just good for nothing, but you're my sweet hunk of trash. Heart gives a chill, I feel such a thrill, my feet won't keep still when they swing that music. Rhythm like that puts me in a trance. Oh, you can't blame me for wanting to dance. From what I understand, it must be just grand to play in a band. When they swing that music, I'm just happy as can be when they swing that music for me. Thank you. 
moly, Louis Armstrong going crazy in 1936, swinging that music for Decca Records. And folks, I hope you've enjoyed our little birthday tribute to Louis Armstrong. We're going to do it again next week, playing some of the trumpet players that have been influenced by Louis Armstrong, not only his playing, but his singing style. And we are American Grooves Radio Hour, and we hope you tune in next week. Until then, have a wonderful summer week. Good night, folks. Boy, don't you go in there. Come out of there, boy. Don't you know that house is Hannah's? An old deserted mansion on an old forgotten road where the better ghosts and goblins always hang out. One night they threw a party in a manner a la mode and they cordially invited all the gang out. At a dark bewitching hour when the fun was loud and hearty a notorious wallflower became the life of the party. Mm, the spooks were having their midnight fling. The merrymaking was in full swing. This rigged themselves into a cheerful trend. When the skeleton in the closet started to dance. Now a goblin giggled with fiendish glee. A shout rang out from a big banshee. Amazement was in every ghostly Okay, America! The American Grooves Radio Hour is brought to you weekly on WLIW-FM Southampton, 88.3 on your radio dial, and at WLIW.org, and all streaming formats.